Wherever cancer is, Hancock Health will fight. In any part of you and in all corners of East Central Indiana. From Indianapolis to Greenfield to Knightstown to Greensburg. From hospital rooms to family rooms, we fight. With technology and medicine. With care backed by the wisdom of Mayo Clinic. For you, for your family, and for your future in Decatur County. We fight cancer here. HancockHealth.org slash cancer. Speaking of very screwed up, let's get to Mitch McConnell. Uh, oh, oh, you want to? Really? <laughs> yes. Let's sing. <laughs> Here we go. Come on. You know the words. Okay, so Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell stepping down from the helm of the Republican Conference this year. It's going to end his time as the longest serving leader in the Senate. Okay, so the people that are excited about this and doing a little victory dance... I got bad news for you. Oh. Because you know how every time there's a Batman movie, mm-hmm. whether it was the Joker or Bane, you're always like, boy, there will never be a worse villain for Batman than whatever this movie was. There's never a greater quest that Batman will have to overcome than the Joker or Bane or the Riddler or whoever. And every Batman movie, they just one-up themselves and there is a new greater challenge. The next villain finds a way to be worse than the previous villain that you didn't think could be any worse. Mm -hmm. I got news for you. It's going to be one of three people. It's either going to be Barrasso from Wyoming, Thune from the Dakotas, Mm -hmm. or Cornyn from Texas. All right, we have narrowed it down to these three underachievers, and Thune is probably the leader in the clubhouse because he was uh, McConnell's hand-picked number two, and he is straight out of establishment central casting. He is a Bush era person. And if you think it's going to get any better or be any different, meet the new boss, mm-hmm. same, same as, as the, the old, old boss. boss. You think the, the, you think the Republican Party is going to let Josh Hawley or Cruz or Lee or Rand Paul or any of these people who might actually be effective in terms of reforming government in there, you are dreaming. Yeah, I put my money on Thune as well. So McConnell has served as the GOP leader since 2007. He made his announcement yesterday on the Senate floor. To serve Kentucky in the Senate has been the honor of my life. To lead my Republican colleagues has been the highest privilege. Mm-hmm. But one of life's most underappreciated talents is to know when it's time to move on to life's next chapter. So I stand before you today, Mr. President, and my colleagues to say this will be my last term as Republican leader of the Senate. As Republican leader of the Senate. Yeah, so let's clarify this. Yes. This guy is 8 million years Mm -hmm. old. He can't speak. He regularly stops in the middle of sentences and gazes into the abyss. He's actually 82 years old. And he is not retiring, Casey. No. He's going to serve out his term, which is 2027, Mm -hmm. which by my math, because he just turned 82 years old, that would make him... Five of uh, three years from now, they're making him 85 years old. Mm-hmm. I forget what year it is now. I didn't realize 2027 is not all that far off, but it is still several years away. He will be 85 years old when he quits. Think about this. He was you. There is no young person who elevates to the you know uh, leader of the their party in the Senate. 
and he has been there 20 years. That's mm-hmm. how old and decrepit this guy actually is. He was he was old 20 years ago, and he became leader of the Senate then. Isn't it interesting that he said uh, one of life's most underappreciated talents is to know when to leave? <laughs> like, kind of seems like he doesn't have that talent, or he would have made this choice 20 years ago. And here's what's very interesting is John Thune is, I believe, also 62 years old, which is what Mitch McConnell was when he was elevated to the Republican leader in the Senate. So it is, again, meet the new boss, mm-hmm. same as the old boss. Mm-hmm. It will be much of the same stuff. And nothing is going to change because the Republican Party, especially the Republicans in the Senate, do not want change. They don't want anything different. They think what's going on is just fine. Now, if we're honest brokers here, which we are, and that's why people listen to this show, Mitch McConnell was incredibly helpful and deserves a lot of credit when he blocked Merrick Garland. I was just about to say he kept Merrick Garland off the Supreme Court. You know, maybe that will be our uh, Rob Find Something Positive segment today, (laughs) that Mitch McConnell deserves a lot of credit for that because that did dramatically alter the course of history. Neil Gorsuch, who is an incredible jurist, um, probably my number two on the list of the the nine on the Supreme Court, maybe number one, um, is in Merrick Garland's place. He is markedly better. And it probably helped win the election for Donald Trump. And there's a whole bunch of lower court judges that are out there now because Trump was able to appoint those people. So for that, Mitch McConnell absolutely deserves infinite credit because that was him and he didn't back down. And it would have been very easy because if it would have come to a vote, there would have been enough Republicans who are weak enough that would have gone along with it and the and the thing would have got, got approved. So he deserves credit for that. Other than that, abject disaster on about 98% of the rest of the stuff. Look at the growth of government under Mitch McConnell. Mm-hmm. Look at the rise in the size and scope of government. Look at the catastrophes of government. The guy has been a, just a complete train wreck on just about everything other than judges. His approval rating right now is at 34%. His disapproval rating as Senate Minority Leader is at 63%. And isn't it interesting, we were talking about the meeting that uh, was happening between his and Trump's people and how there was talk that they were trying to convince Mitch McConnell to endorse Trump, which he never did, by the way. Do you think something else was going on in that meeting now? where they were saying, Mitch, you know what? Look, I think, there's, I think there's a couple things going on. I think, number one, I think Mitch McConnell clearly has some very serious health issues that are becoming largely impossible to hide. And you can mask those probably if you're just a rank-and-file senator. Like, I mean, look, Diane Feinstein sign couldn't didn't even know where she was at the end. But look, guys like Strom Thurmond and Jesse Helms and these guys who are a gajillion years old um, – you can mask that or, you know, you can just keep showing up and voting if you're a rank and file senator. It's very hard to do that if you're the leader because you got to be press conferences, you got to be at these meetings. I mean, that's probably the biggest thing at play here is he just was somebody finally got to him is like, you're embarrassing yourself. We don't know what his diagnosis is. That obviously hasn't been re- revealed. So that's probably has the the most to do with it. The other part of it is he probably doesn't want to deal with Trump next year if Trump is the president. And he probably just said this is no longer worth it. And that's why he's going to work until November. Think about this. Mitch McConnell would rather work with Joe Biden than Donald Trump. Yeah. This tells you everything you need to know about who these Republicans are, who these Senate Republicans are, that their leader, who they have all repeated, not every one of them, but the majority of them have stood behind time and time and time again, would rather work with Joe Biden than Donald Trump. 